Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning into the Janelle B. Stewart podcast. I am your host, Janelle B. Stewart, an award-winning beauty editor. The Janelle B. Stewart podcast is a weekly lifestyle podcast designed to educate, empower, and engage. Episodes touch on various topics of our lives, including health and fitness, love and marriage, entrepreneurship, parenting, self-love, and much more. My goal is to have you feeling uplifted and inspired after you listen to each episode. So welcome to episode seven. In the last episode, I gave you my survival tips on surviving your first year in marriage. And in today's episode, I will give you a list of the five types of goals that you need to be setting for yourself in 2017, along with some questions that you should ask yourself um, after you've set your goals, periodically after you've set your goals. So before we get started, please subscribe to this podcast on iTunes for updates. And if you don't have iTunes, I am on SoundCloud at Janelle B. Stewart. And you can also visit my website, JanelleBStewart.com. And you can click the podcast link in the menu bar. And you can, of course, listen to all of the podcast episodes that I have there. As I record this podcast, I'm actually in the Bahamas. I'm having the time of my life with my family. I know, I know I'm doing work while I'm here, but we're weeks away from the new year and I'm planning my goals for 2017. I've written down some of them and I still have a lot more to get to, but I did feel like as soon as I started writing them, I felt like I should be making a podcast on this. I should share how I kind of get my goals going, how I put them together, and um, what types of goals I create. I felt like it would be supportive for those of you who are on my podcast and are thinking about the goals that you're setting. And I, I set my goals based on five specific areas. And so I'm going to share that with you along with the strategies that I kind of put in place to help me evaluate my goals periodically throughout the year. I also want to mention that New Year's is not the only time that I make my goals. However, New Year's is a great starting point because it's the, the year is new. There's this rejuvenation and excitement for what's coming up in store. And um, New Year's is also a marker where we can say that year is over, those 365 Five days have been completed and now I'm getting to start a new 365 days and we can evaluate what we've done and what we want to do. I was recently listening to one of my new favorite podcasts. It's called Corporate Homie and it's hosted by two twins, Bamitra and Demetra Liggins. And actually, Demetra Liggins is my lawyer. And as I was listening to their podcast called Resultville, it actually triggered and inspired me to want to write this. Uh, Demetra said in the podcast that one of the things you really need to do when you're creating your goals is you need to reflect and assess where you've been. Did you get anything done last year? And this is something that I wholeheartedly and strongly believe in. I look at what goals I've done last year and I think about what I need to carry over into the new year. I also look at what goals did I accomplish and obviously 
don't necessarily need to bring into the new year, but because of the type of person that I am, when I accomplish a goal, I immediately set another one. So maybe the goal that I set at the very beginning of the year was accomplished, let's say halfway through in June, but then I set a new goal for myself like right away in June to either improve on that goal or a goal that is directly related to that same goal, but just a higher number or a higher amount or a higher frequency, or maybe I just altogether replace the goal with something new, you know, so I go through that and evaluate and assess where I've been. So there are five main categories that I create goals in, and I will include all of the information that I'm about to share with you because it's going to be a lot to digest and I'm going to go through it really quickly. And I know that for a lot of people, you're listening to podcasts kind of like in your spare time. Maybe you're commuting to work in your car, on your subway. Maybe you've downloaded it and you're listening to it in the subway I know we're all listening to it at different times. I like to listen to podcasts while I'm cooking and or washing the dishes in the kitchen. So depending on when you're listening to this, you may not have a pen and paper handy. But with all of the podcasts that I create, I do create notes. So all of these goals and how I break them down are going to be in the notes. And if you'd like the free notes for all of my podcasts, you can click the link in the description of this podcast episode and sign up for my podcast newsletter and you get all of the notes instantly whenever a podcast comes out. So the first area that I like to make my goals is for my personal life. And in my personal life goals area, I'm looking at things that are related to learning, hobbies, travel, communication, uh, characteristics, any type of like volunteer or nonprofit work that I want to do or responsibilities. So those are the areas that I'm going to break down and start thinking about what goals do I have in these specific areas. The second category that I look at my goals is in the health and fitness area. I set goals on workouts, uh, competitive events. I'm, I'm a runner and I like to run and I often will enter races, but maybe you don't run. Maybe you have something else that you wanna do. I look at, do I need an accountability partner or am I gonna do this on my own? Diet goals, doctor visits, and I feel like a lot of people, depending on your age, either are just kind of like brushing off doctor visits or maybe they don't take them that seriously or maybe they're just scared of going to the doctor. So I, I plan all my doctor visits actually for the very beginning of the year. I just figure it's always a great way to remember. So within the first two weeks of January, I I go to see my general practitioner. I go to see my gynecologist and my eye doctor and my dentist. And I'm good. I'm good. I'm really healthy. So those are the only places that I really need to worry about. And then the third category that I make goals for is relationships. So I look at my my marriage, and if you're not married, you can set dating goals, uh, family goals, goals with my friends, and of course, pro- professional relationships that I want to build. The th- fourth category that I create goals for is financial. So I look at the mindset and ideas or habits that I want to change around my finances based on what I've done in the past year. I also look at any like side goals or projects, you know, hobbies that actually cost money and I want to still be able to do or small business endeavors that will actually bring business in but do have starting costs and so on. 
And I also look at savings because that's a big important part of finances is being able to save for the things you want or to just have money aside when an emergency comes up. The fifth and final area that I set goals for is my career. So I I look at areas that I want to improve on my career, things I want to start on my own. I think about any type of collaborations I want to do as an influencer and someone who works as an editor-in-chief. I'm often having to collaborate with people, so I look to see who I need to work with to do the things I want to do. I also look at what type of branding I need to do because I am an entrepreneur. That's a very important part of the goals. And I look at professional development or conferences that I want to attend to help me be better in my craft. And um, I will spend a little bit more time here in the career section because I feel like a lot of people who are listening might be in that same boat where you need a little bit more help with career goals. Now, because my business is a digital media company, I have to set goals kind of like for all of the different entities that I currently own. I have a, um, I have several websites. I have several social media platforms. I have several YouTube channels. And now, of course, I have this podcast. And I have some merchandising businesses that I'm starting up that are budding. So I have to set goals specifically for all of those things. And I have to be very strategic in what I'm setting up goals for. I can't set up goals for one part of my business that would consume so much of my time that I would not be able to achieve any of the goals for any of the other things in my business. So I have to be strategic in my planning and how I divvy up my time for these different business aspects so that I can actually achieve them all. So for example, I created this podcast and this was a goal from 2016, which the goal was to create an additional media outlet to be able to reach more people. I didn't necessarily know that I was going to make a podcast in order to do that. I had tossed around podcasts. I had tossed around webinar. I tossed around um, doing some other traveling endeavors. And I decided to do the podcast because I was just really interested and excited in it. Now, creating the podcast meant that I would need to spend some time researching, writing down my notes, and planning the conversations for the podcast. I want the podcast to be a weekly podcast. And so in order to make a weekly podcast, but all in, but also to maintain the YouTube channels that I currently have, I knew that I would not be able to make podcast episodes that were about an hour or more. That would not work. And I also knew that I would have to reduce the frequency of some of the videos on some of my YouTube channels. So instead of two videos on all three YouTube channels a week, I could do two videos on my main YouTube channel, which brings in the majority of the income. And then I would reduce the frequency of the other two YouTube channels to one channel per, to one video per week. And this was to allow for me to bring on the podcast and create the notes and and so on. So this is what I mean when I say I cannot just add a goal without taking the time to assess where I'm going to find the time for that. Because I am a mom. I have two small children. I have a son who is five and I have a daughter who is two. I'm married and I'm in a very successful marriage. I've been with my husband for 11 years. We will be celebrating our seven year wedding anniversary and 12 year 
together this year and I want to maintain that and I have a home. I want to keep my house clean and I have a lot of tra- and I have a lot of travel engagements. So that is what I had to do in order to add on this new goal. So after I've set my goals, I always want to evaluate my goals every three months or every quarter. And doing this does not have to be like a five-hour project. This is not something that you need to take a lot of time to do, but I do recommend you do it because personally, I'm always going off my goals. Or when something becomes um, really easy for me to do or I kind of built this uh, innate automatic system where things are just kind of always happening, I start to feel like I have free time. And I may not really have free time, but what I'm feeling is I've I've neglected something that really needed attention, and um, now I feel like I have free time because I'm not putting in any time to that thing. Or maybe I just um, thought something. Sometimes I think that I'm doing a lot better at things than I really am. And there's other times when I feel like something is not doing as well as I thought. And when I evaluate it, I realize I'm superseding my goals or meeting my goals, which is something that we, of course, want to do when we set these goals. So these are the questions. And remember, like I said, all of these questions and the, and the categories of goals that I set, these are all going to be in the notes. So definitely click the link, sign up for my podcast newsletter, and you will immediately get the notes for free. Okay, so these are the questions that I'm asking myself every three months to evaluate my goals. The first question is, are your are my plans moving in the right direction? Question two, is my ultimate goal still the same or am I considering a change in direction or a change in the goal? Number three, how can I improve the original goal? Number four, what am I learning about myself through the process? Number five, have I developed a stronger appreciation of any aspect of myself? Number six, which of my qualities and habits still need improvement? Number seven, how can I begin to expand my potential and stretch my limits? And the last question that I ask myself is, am I beginning to think of even larger goals that I can achieve now? Which often happens. And when I ask myself these questions and I start to feel like, oh, you know, things are going really easy, I start to increase the goals that I have for myself. So in 2016, I actually achieved a lot of things I set out for myself and I had some really great accomplishments. After listening to a recent podcast by Myleek Teal on the My Taught You podcast, I really wanted to sit down and reflect on some of my major accomplishments for 2016. So I've created a top 16 of 2016 just to share with you some of my highlights from 2016 that I am really excited about. And you will see that these accomplishments do stem from the five different categories that I plan my goals from. So one of the major, 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 major goals for me in 2016 was I actually lost 100 pounds. So in March of 2016, I lost 100 pounds. And in a and in the new year, I'm actually working as we speak on a podcast series where I'm going to be giving you the tools you need to be successful in your weight loss and how to you can lose 100 pounds. So do stay tuned for that. It will be launching right in the new year. And I'm so excited to bring it to you all. 
Another accomplishment for 2016 is I was able to save for a family vacation. As I record this podcast, I'm actually in the Bahamas. I'm having the time of my life with my family. I know, I know I'm doing work while I'm here, but I was just so inspired, like the energy, the environment, everything that's going on and thinking about my how I really wanted my family to be able to have a vacation and my husband and I work so hard and I travel so much for work. I still want to be able to go and do things for with my family that we're able to say we have memories and our kids are loving it, loving it here. So we were able to say for a family vacation. In the beginning of last year, I was invited to come to an elementary school career day and I was invited to be the keynote speaker. That was really, really special to me because I was in a school with other professionals in careers such as a judge, a lawyer, business professionals, people who work in blue collar jobs. And I, someone who runs a digital media business, someone who started her career on YouTube and making a blog, was asked to come and be the keynote speaker amongst these people who are in what we would consider prominent careers. I was just so honored and so touched. Also in 2016, I raised thousands of dollars for the March of Dimes and my fundraising was recognized by my sorority, Zeta Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated. And I was actually given two really notable awards that were presented to my chapter president during one of our major conferences. I was really touched by that and just knowing that I'm able to use my platform to raise money to support premature babies, it just means so much to me as a mom. Also during 2016, I successfully completed a four-city beauty conference tour for moms. That was a collaboration partnership with someone who I really, really respect and admire. Her name is Rachel Odom. And we went to four different cities bringing our message of motherhood and entrepreneurship, which we, we call mompreneurship, to moms all over the United States. It was very successful. We partnered with amazing brands. Cream of Nature was our tour presenting sponsor. We also partnered with Myel Organics for one of the brunches in one city and Clairol for another brunch in another city. And we had amazing sponsors who supported our giveaway bags, Shea Moisture, LA Colors, along with some other great companies. And I also want to just mention that in 2016, I launched this podcast. After saying all of 2016 that I wanted another platform to engage my squad, my tribe, you all, my loves, I finally did it. It was at the very end of the year, but I finally did it. You know, once the beauty conference tour had taken off and we were done with that, I knew that I had the time now back in my schedule to finally bring forth this desire to go in another direction with engagement. And I did it and it took me almost the whole year, but I finally did it. So now we're going to go into the question of the day. Today's question is, what format do you use to record your goals? Are you using a journal? Are you using an Excel document? Are you using an app on your phone such as Evernote? Do you create a vision board? Whatever that is, I want you to share with me what platform or what format do you use to record your goals? I would love to hear the answer to your questions. You can tweet me on Twitter at Janelle B. Stewart and use the hashtag AskJanelle. I'd love to hear your answer to this question. And now we're gonna get into the reviewer shout out. Yay! My goal for 2016 has been to get three reviews every single day. I will be evaluating this goal in 2017 because I've noticed that it's not been the easiest goal to achieve and a part of my evaluation and assessment 
moment is maybe I need to lower my goal from three to possibly one. Um, but I'm still figuring that out. But it's still 2016. <laughs> so my goal is to get three reviews every single day. And to show my appreciation, I read three reviews in every single podcast. So the first review from today comes from Empower Her. It's basically Empower, but Empower Her. I love it. Uh, she rated the review four stars and she said, love, great relationship advice from Janelle and it helps that she seems so down to earth. Well, thank you so much. I always get people complimenting me on how down to earth I seem or am or whatever. And then when people meet me in person, they are even more excited and flabbergasted with how authentic and real I actually really am in person. And it is one of the greatest compliments ever. The next review comes from Miss Church Dress. She rated the podcast five stars and she said, romance on vacation. Even though I do not have children as yet, it was great to listen to this excellent, to the excellent tips on how to travel with them. Romance during travel is very important with or without children present. Thank you for the tips and the information, Janelle. I appreciate how candid you were and are with this topic. And thank you, Miss Church Jess. I really do appreciate that. She's commenting on the third podcast episode on yes, you can have romance on vacation. I give a lot of tips in that in that podcast on uh, pra- traveling with children, maintaining romance, and and so on. And the last review shout out for today is from Noche Tudia. She rated the podcast five stars, and she said, "Fair fighting in marriage, great podcast, good tips to follow and incorporate in a, in a relationship." Keep up the great work. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And she is reviewing podcast episode number two, where I talk about how to fight fair in your marriage. Okay, I cannot wait to read the reviews from this week. I hope that you will find it in your heart to leave me a review. And for those of you who are loving the Janelle B. Stewart podcast and are sharing them on social media, I see you and I appreciate you. Before we go today, I want to leave you with one of my favorite quotes, and that is, Inhale confidence and exhale doubt. Have a great week. And as always, I love you for listening. Bye.